thank you so much for joining me today. Today is a solo episode with me, and I really felt led to talk about that feeling around being hunted, that feeling of fear around being watched, being um, chased, having that fear of something coming up against you, like you can't fully see it, but you feel like it's there and it's scary as hell and you're trying to figure out you know, how can you avoid pain? How can you avoid torture? How can you avoid torment? And I, I do feel like a lot of us have been feeling that way with the climate, the culture, everything that's going around in our world. Um, and I feel like this energy of something coming after me, whether it's airborne, whether it's someone, it doesn't really matter. Even if it's just energetic, you feel constantly attacked by the energy around you or uh, the energy within you and trying to escape it, trying to uh, find a solution of how to be free from fear. And I know this is something for me personally that I've dealt with a lot in my life because I, I was always taught just in my Christian upbringing about generational curses, right? Um, that you can have either, you know, someone who delves into dark magic, which we used to say witches or warlocks or satanists or you know and we would demonize kind of everything anything that isn't you know of god you know we would demonize and and i remember even as a kid um we would stand behind the stage we had kind of like a theater style church for my growing up childhood years in our church and i remember our kids church pastor even had us go behind um the stage and so we had this curtain and then the you know the worship team band is all there and we would put our hands up and we purposely were tuning in to what the enemy was doing, you know, what the enemy is, it's ploy, it's plot, it's plan. And then our job was to combat that. And I, I understood that the, the whole point of it was to activate us in, in our spiritual warfare, which is a very Christian term, <laughs> is, uh, is to get familiar with spiritual warfare and, and stopping or thwarting the enemy before it comes and like does its thing, you know? Um, and so I understood the purpose of it. I understood what it was meant for. And as a kid, it definitely activated me in a way that I felt like I had authority, um, which I never think is a bad thing. I never think having authority and knowing that you have authority and that you're a divine being is a bad thing. But also what came into that package, because it's always a package deal, right, is that fear of what can't I see? What don't I know? What can't I perceive coming? And purposefully tuning into that so that I don't miss it, so that I, I can thwart it before it happens, so that I can stop the plan of the enemy, right? And so low-key that developed a, a belief around fear and a belief around that I am victim to the energy around me, to the energy bodies or um, dark energy, dark magic, witches, warlocks, you know, all of that, which now being into spirituality, getting into it and understanding it and meet, meeting witches, um, it's actually been totally eye-opening and like sort of unnerving like I'm not even Catholic and I find myself doing a Hail Mary before I go into you know a witch's coven um, to meet with some witches but um <laughs> so the fear is still there but I've learned that there's not 
not all witches are into dark magic. Actually, a lot of them are into white magic and are, are doing exactly what I'm doing. Like there's, there's no difference. They just have a history and a knowledge that's been passed down for generations, which is why they're able to operate at such a place of authority and knowledge and understanding when it comes to the spiritual world and realm. And, and they, they definitely are tuned in more, you know, I think a lot of them, um, maybe not more than myself necessarily, you know, or you necessarily, but they're just tuned in. They get it. They understand it. It's been passed down for generations, just like Christianity for me has been passed down for generations. And so um, it's great to honor our heritage for sure. And I think there's nothing wrong with religion. I don't think that there's anything wrong with spirituality or witches or warlocks that um, practice white magic and are not in it for themselves and their own benefit, but are in it for the benefit and service of others. I think that's when that kind of magic or spiritual understanding knowledge, when it is helpful to not only yourself, but to also humanity, to the world as a whole. And that's, that's where we want to be. That's why I do what I do, right? That's probably what you do, why you do, uh, why you do what you do. <laughs> so I think, um, as I've kind of gained an understanding and have experienced different things, I've kind of understood that, ah, this was actually turned into, and maybe this wasn't true for the other kids or other people that have experienced this. But for me specifically, it actually made me afraid of what I couldn't see. And so then I felt like my pursuit and my seeking of God, my, my seeking of understanding and wisdom was actually motivated out of fear, not out of a place of protection, safety, love, knowing I'm protected, I'm, I'm being led and inspired and not coming from that place, but instead of a place of fear. So hopefully that makes sense. Um, I also learned about generational curses, as I mentioned before. And so for my whole life, I really struggled with rejection. I really struggled with um, feeling a victim to everybody else and being subjected to everyone else's treatment, mistreatment, bullying, uh, feeling that feeling of being hunted and bullied and um, and all of that. And a lot of times it was said to me that, oh, that's a generational curse. It's passed down from your grandmother um, to you. And so she struggled with that really bad. See, look, you struggle with that really bad. It's passed down to you. And so then I thought, well, then how do I break this? Because this is, this is um, you know, and I, I was taught that you can, but it, but it never really went away. You know, it didn't really matter how many times I was prayed over, how many times that was broken over me. It never really went away. It was always something I dealt with. So I thought, oh, okay, I guess this is just something that sticks because it's generational. It's, I didn't know this karmic, you know, I didn't know that word back then. Um, I thought that was a new agey evil term uh, back in the day. And even maybe just a couple of years ago, to be honest. <laughs> and so I think that it, um, understanding and having the sphere of, of that, I don't know all that goes into why I feel what I feel, why I experience what I experience. And that's what got me motivated into understanding generational cur curses, karma, past life stuff, right? That's why I've had like Daniel, the past life regressionist. I've had astrologers on who can talk about karma and how it's written into the fabric of our charts and how it's meant to be a challenge. And even as a cardologist, I have learned so much more about karma and past life stuff and why 
why we have the placements that we have and what it's actually meant for. It's not to be something that deters you or holds you back or um, keeps you from pursuing your purpose or living your purpose and having a fulfilled, happy life. It's actually meant to be like the hill that you climb from the very beginning. And a lot of times our life and our life story and our life setup of like who we have in our lives, um, our parents, our family, our friends, uh, the school, the teachers, everything from our childhood is a setup for us to have something to overcome from the beginning. It's a challenge that is meant to form you in, in wisdom and, and strengthen you in a way that you need so that then you can fulfill your purpose later in life, right? So that you can fully pursue and, and um, trust and learn to trust, learn to tune in. And I think that's the whole purpose of it. So I love that with cardology because everything is either challenging or supporting. And I even learned like in my past relationship, which we talked about on my episode with Yasmin just a couple of weeks ago, um, I learned in my first cardology reading that he was actually my negative karma card. And it wasn't that it's negative because he's negative. It was a challenge from the beginning. We, we were meant to meet. It was meant, it was written in the fabric of our lives to meet. So that made me feel so much more, um, I guess at peace because a lot of, a lot of what I was also feeling later and still struggling with even, even before that reading was this guilt of like, did I hurt him? You know, did I, was I selfish and I just wanted to not be alone. And so I got together with him and, and look, we spent five years together and I just was pushing, pushing, pushing to get married and to do this. And obviously that wasn't something he was ready for. And did I, was I so selfish and so self-seeking that I, I hurt somebody that I truly care about and truly love. And I felt so much guilt, so much guilt over that. And just worrying because I care, you know, I care deeply about not only my clients, my friends, my family, but my partners in life, you know, I still care about every single one of them. I hope them, I wish them all well. And I hope that it goes well. Like I have that hope for them, that love for them. And, um, and so when she told me that he was my challenging karma card for my whole life, I was like, whoa, that's crazy. So we were meant to meet. I was meant to experience all of that. And so was he. And then it made me feel like, did I do everything I was supposed to do? Did I honor that? Did I, did I accomplish what was meant to accomplish, not only for myself, but for him? Did I fully support that purpose in our lives? You know, and I hope, I hope that the answer is yes. I still haven't gotten like a definitive answer on that, <laughs> but I hope so. And my heart's in that place. So that's always the intention. Every time I think of him, I think of that and I wish him well. And I just, you know, that's, that's my hope. And that's my hope for every single one of you and every single one of my clients, everyone that is a patron of mine that works with me in some capacity. It's always my hope that um, everything I do positively influences and supports people on their journey, even if it's a challenge. That is something that is being brought up um, as a challenge for somebody. That's always my hope that that it's it's something, whatever's need, needed to be learned, um, advanced, expanded, you know, all of that, that growth, that development, I'm always hoping that I can support in that way, regardless of what the relationship is or, you know, connection is. And so with generational curses, it's been interesting because I, I have had a switch in my understanding of what they actually are. They're actually karmic and it can be ancestral karma. 
it can be past life karma. So it may not be actually connected with my grandma that I struggle with suicide and depression and rejection may not actually be her. It may be something that's karmic that we both deal with in this life. And, and definitely she's dealt with her whole life. It's been a theme, Um, but perhaps it's actually something different. Perhaps this is actually something that is past life related for me um, of, around rejection and feeling a victim and feeling hunted and feeling chased, not in a good way. Um, and so I just want to encourage you guys to look into that and to really sit into your intuition and see what it is that's being brought up in you. Does it really feel aligned thinking that you're just cursed, you know, or you're being psychically attacked? I don't know. I, I haven't yet. I really, the next thing I want to do is bring on a psychic on here who is really knowledgeable, like more than me, knowledgeable about psychic stuff, um, psychic attacks, things like that. I really want to get, I'm going to try to get, um, there's a few witches that I really, and like psychics that I really, really, really want to get in touch with and see if they'll come on the show, come on the podcast. Cause I, I think this is something that would be really interesting and fascinating to delve into because I understand that psychic attacks can happen. It's happened to me. So I can't doubt that it's possible. What I want to know and want to understand is how was that allowed? Because my understanding and my belief is that I'm a divine being. You're a divine being. Nothing can come into my space unless I allow it. So a lot of times in Christianity, we, we have the phrase, you know, don't open the door, like don't open the door to the enemy. Uh, whether that's tarot cards, which, well, <laughs> or, or that's a Ouija board, you know, or doing some sort of spell or incantation or something like that. And I do believe that you can conjure up negative entities, energies, all of that by doing that for sure. I think anything is possible, but I think it's actually our intention. Like I use tarot and it is the, like the most incredible tool of divination that I've ever used in my entire life. And it is always so fucking accurate that it, it actually sometimes kind of freaks me out a little bit because it's so accurate. And it's like, whoa, like, how is this happening? These are just cards. I'm just shuffling. I'm just putting my intention into this. And yet these cards are coming out like, like totally on spot on things that I would have never known or been consciously aware of with a client. Or when I do my intuitive uh, tarot card readings live or for my patrons, like it is always spot on and everyone always goes, holy shit, wit. <laughs> I love that my, my nickname rhymes with shit. It's great. Uh, holy shit, wit. It, you know, that was so on, that was exactly what I needed to hear. That was, that was 1000% accurate. And it's like, that's so cool. Like that's so damn cool. And so I know that like, a tool isn't necessarily evil. It's how we use it, but I could be wrong. Maybe there are tools that are actually just dark magic. Like, I mean, who knows, right? We could talk about a, a ton of different things and options and I won't go into that, but I would love to understand and learn more because I, I totally don't believe that everything opens a door. Like I used to believe that anything related, watching a scary movie, um, and there, and I am aware of energies when I watch things or read a book, if there's some energy and it's a little dark or I just don't feel good, it doesn't feel in alignment with me, then I stop, I stop watching, I stop reading, whatever it is, I stop listening to the music. It could be like 
the words aren't bad. There's nothing bad or negative about the words or um, it just doesn't have this right energy around it, right? It's partly why I stopped listening to the news. Now I, I turn on the news just to get kind of like a, a blip of a what's going on. And I literally feel sick to my stomach, like I'm going to throw up. And so there's just, I, I, since detoxing from that, I literally can't even turn it on and I don't, um, I can't do it. it. It's too negative. And so I, I don't know necessarily what that means. I don't think that means that the anchors are evil, you know, or like the news network itself maybe is even evil. I just think that there's, there's something there that I, I'm picking up on and I haven't really honestly sat with it and asked, but so things like that I'm aware of. And I know that that's, that's part of it. But I think there's a lot of things and tools that are not necessarily evil and don't necessarily open doors. I think limiting beliefs open doors. I think negative core beliefs open doors. And so that may be that you have something that is an anchor to what would be a psychic attack, right? You, you have something within you that is able to attach to something outside of yourself that is causing torment and pain and suffering. And a lot of times we don't need a psychic attack to suffer. A lot of times we suffer just within ourselves, you know, within any negative core beliefs or anything that's happening within us. We oftentimes are the ones who are causing the suffering because we're not willing to let go of a narrative or story that isn't true, but it's an, it's a narrative. It's a story that we hold on to because it, it was proven by experience or, by what people told you or said, you know, and so you hang on to that and that causes suffering, like the belief that nothing ever really works out for you, you know, that everything kind of always will fail or fall through the cracks. Uh, you'll never be happy. You'll never be fulfilled. You'll always be alone and lonely and you'll never find your person, right? It could be so many different thoughts. Um, you'll always live paycheck, paycheck to paycheck. You'll never have enough. Um, those types of thoughts, which are really common, I think we all have had them at some point in our lives. Those are negative thought patterns and emotional loops that anchor us into a place of negativity and suffering and torment. And that actually then causes us to be vulnerable and susceptible to other outside energies or forces or agendas that are meant to subject us and victimize us and bring us down, right, vibrationally and, um, and keep us there, control, you know? So I don't doubt that that's possible. I just don't fully believe, and that's why it would be really cool to get a psychic on, because I don't really believe, it's just not been my personal experience, that if I am clear, if I am protected, if I am currently dealing and dealing or have dealt with different thoughts, beliefs, emotions that are negative, that anchor me into, you know, a negative thought pattern or belief that is not in alignment with truth, that is not in alignment with my divinity, with love, with knowing who I am, my, my being empowered um, to, to decide, you know, what, what happens to me. I think, um, I, I think that if you're dealing with it, you're not open to it. It's when we believe and when we entertain and when we, when we honestly attach to within ourselves that thought, that belief, then we are now open to attracting the same energy outside of us. And so I think it's part of manifesting. It's, it's actually just kind of like the law, 
of energy is you attract what you are. And my parents always used to say that you attract what you are. So be the best friend that you ever are or want to be or want to have. And you'll attract friends like that, you know, be love and you'll attract love into your life. And so I knew that just in a basic way. And now I see, wow, this, this attraction goes even further. And this manifesting goes even further than that. You can attract negative energies. You can attract negative entities. It, it is all what you are brewing within you, you know? So even more important to be aware of your thoughts, even more important to be aware of your emotions, your core beliefs, uh, everything that you have within you, what's coming up. That's why it's so important when you get triggered to bring it up to the surface and to deal with it, to heal it, to address it. And, and sometimes it's a process. And just because you're in a process doesn't mean you're attracting negative entities or negative energy. I think once you've entered into that process of awareness, of consciousness, of knowing that this is something I need to heal, that the second that you do that, you are no longer susceptible to that energy because you're aware of it. And you're saying, I'm not welcoming this into my life. I don't want to manifest this in my life. I want to heal this. And so I think that automatically protects you when you come into that space of awareness and consciousness within yourself. It's when we stuff down, hide, push to the side. We don't want to deal that then we now are attracting it because it's brewing. It's constantly brewing, but we're not healing it. We're not addressing it. And so then we are attracting this. And now we're attracting experiences that are then, you know, reaffirming, confirming that this is true. See, look, nothing good ever happens for me. Look, see, I never find that person. That's my person. That's my partner that to love me, to be with me. You know, we, we always then attract those things. And then we, we wonder why, you know, and it's because we're not dealing with whatever we need to deal with. So I hope this is helpful for you. And I hope that this starts that conversation within yourself and your personal journey, because I come from a Christian background, but you may come from a completely different background than me. You may have experienced other things than I've experienced. I've, I've seen people possessed. Hell, I've casted out demons from people, you know, and that was my perspective back then was that I was casting out a demon that was possessing, you know, or severely oppressing somebody. And so now I have a completely different perspective on that. It's, it's changed a lot. I, there are still some things that I'm like, not sure where that fits and I'm okay with that. Um, but I've experienced what I've experienced and I can't, I can't undo that. I can't unsee that. I can't unremember that. But I know that we know in part and we're always growing. We're always learning. We're always expanding. We're always developing. We're always learning something new. And that's what's exciting with this journey that we have, the soul spiritual journey that we have is that we're always growing. We're always learning. We're always developing. We're always discovering new things. And that's what's exciting, you know? And so I think being an expert is not my goal. Being, being someone who is on the journey, conscious and aware and constantly seeking is my goal. And no matter what that does, what that changes, what I experience, I always want to be open to something that is new, maybe uncomfortable, maybe something that I don't want to believe, but I'm experiencing, or it's being shown to me by my guides, angels, you know, ancestors, God, solar spirit. But I want to remain open and teachable and learnable always because 
there is always something new to learn and to understand. And so in this journey of feeling the huntedness, the, the being watched, being, you know, having to look behind you uh, because you feel like you're constantly having something chasing you, that is not something that is meant for us in this life. That is not something that we are meant to carry. That is not a burden that we are meant to experience in this life. And so I just want to support you in your journey of releasing that fear and knowing that you are a divine being. You are already protected. You are already being watched over by your guides, your angels, your ancestors. You are not alone. And so look at that fear and what is it anchored into? Is it anchored into experiences? Is it anchored into thoughts, negative belief patterns? Is it anchored into something that's emotional? Maybe it's karmic related that maybe you were killed in a past life. I've met so many people, even um, last week's episode, you know, she, Isabel, she talked about being killed. She was literally killed in past lives. She's seen that. And now she gets to practice, you know, healing and medicine and not have that fear because she's definitely experienced that, you know, in past lives. And I know so many other people that have experienced that. I probably honestly have been murdered myself um, in past lives. I guarantee it um, for for the work that I do. Um, And so if that's the case, then maybe that's something that I need to heal. Maybe that's meant for you to heal in this life, um, that you're not being hunted, that you're not being chased nothing is coming after you, that you actually hold the power, the authority over everything that comes into your space and into your awareness. You're the one who allows it. You allow it by your thoughts, your beliefs, your emotions, the energy that you allow within you, that you cultivate within you, that you stir, brew within you, you allow it. So what are you allowing? In what ways are you contributing to the suffering, the torment, the fear? What in what ways are you partnering with that in agreement? And I think that's where a lot of times I realize, oh, I've agreed with that. Mm-mm, I don't want to agree with that anymore. That's not that's not something I want to partner with. So I quickly change. I forgive myself. I'm not critical of myself. I know that I'm on a journey. I'm learning. I'm growing. Right. I'm developing. And so I just immediately shift that. And as soon as I do, it happens. The shift happens within me then it happens all around me. And that's how I've learned that, ah, what happens within me actually manifests physically. It actually changes immediately. When something changes within me, I see things differently. I feel things differently. I I can more into it and connect with the energy around me in, in a way. It's like you're seeing colors energetically for the first time, you know? It's like all of a sudden everything looks brighter and healthier and more vibrant. And you're able to eat more easily connect and relate and respond and, and pick up on things. And so that's been really helpful for me. And I know it'll be helpful for you as you do that. And so just want to encourage you in this episode to tune in and to see in what ways am I agreeing with things and what way am I partnering with things that no longer serve me are not in alignment as I'm on this journey. I'm constantly growing and learning what I want to align even with and see, see what is needing to be healed, seeing, seeing what is needing to be mended or connected. Maybe there's a disconnect happening as well. So what needs to be connected? That could be something as well and um, be really helpful for you in, in, in your journey. So, um, and always understanding that we, we don't see everything, you know? Um, we see in part, we, we have this much of a perspective and there's so much more to see. 
So that's also a prayer that I pray all the time is to help me to see outside of what I see. I see only this much. Give me a greater perspective. I want to know more. I want to see more. I want to be able to have that wise perspective and knowledge and understanding. Please show me. And that's always led me in the right direction. I've always been shown more. I've been shown the bigger picture. And then that helps me with the details that I'm frustrated over or I'm not understanding and I'm, I'm feeling let down you know, by the universe. And that helps me to realize, oh, that's, not, that's actually not what's happening. This is what's happening. Got it. You know, it's like, ding. <laughs> and then I'm able to chill and relax and ease and flow because I'm trusting what I'm seeing. And so I just want to encourage you guys with that too. And I hope that this episode, although very short and sweet, I hope that this episode really encourages you because I really feel like this is something we're dealing with energetically as a collective. And so I really want to support you in that. And so feel free to DM me. Um, my, my Instagram handle is Whitney Apke. Feel free to comment below. I hope that this is inspiring to you, uplifting, encouraging. That is always my goal in every single episode. And I love you all so much. And I hope to see you here back next week. I have a beautiful guest next week, Dave Shine. And he is just, he is a new brother. That's for sure. Like a new brother in my little, my little friend group. He is a beautiful energy, beautiful soul. So encouraging, so inspiring, so uplifting. So that will be a wonderful episode. So I'll see you guys here back next week for more.